In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Entering the tomb, the women saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Job cries, Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that they were engraved on a rock with an iron pen and lead forever. What he wishes were recorded is his beautiful confession of the resurrection. I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God. He believes that he will see in his flesh the Son of God. He knows he will die, and he knows he, that he will be raised from the dead by the mercy and power of God. Yet his words are written. They are inscribed. They are engraved upon a rock with iron and with lead. As the prophet Isaiah records, I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. The sign of the resurrection is the word of God written upon the flesh of man in the person of Jesus Christ. The open book is his outstretched hands, and it has been inscribed. The rock from which flowed water in the wilderness, and both water and blood upon the cross, has been engraved with iron and lead, with nail and thorn. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day of which Job prophesied, and for which he longed. This is the day of the resurrection. Indeed, the day of resurrection. Earth, tell it out abroad, the Passover of gladness, the Passover of God. From death to life eternal, from earth unto the sky, our Christ hath brought us over with hymns of victory. Contrast Job with the women who approached the tomb early in the morning. Job longed to see the reality beheld by the women, but they, upon seeing this reality, were so afraid they told no one what they had seen. What is the difference between here and what Jesus' birth, when shepherds, accosted by angels in their fields, run through the streets of Bethlehem, preaching the good news they had been told. Why is there joy at his coming and fear at his resurrection? 
The women are brave at first. Nobody thinks about the fact that they return to the site of Jesus' entombment. Nobody recalls that this place was held by Roman guard. Nobody thinks of the choking stench of death that surrounds this place and the fresh memories of horrific torture in the minds of these women. Yet their love of Christ emboldens them. They return to the place of death to further care for their Lord. They approach the tomb, unfazed and unperturbed by the possibility of Roman guards. They see the stone rolled away and walk into the tomb anyway, fully expecting and prepared to see the body of their Lord. They do not fear death, but they do not encounter the death they expected. No advance from guards and no body of their Lord. Instead, they encounter an angel of the heavenly host who tells them, do not be alarmed. But they are alarmed. He tells them that Jesus is risen, but they flee, afraid. They did not fear death when they approached the tomb, but when they leave it, they fear life. Death they could accept, for death is a natural thing. The possibility of a resurrection, however, and one preached by an angel at that, is a fearful abnormality. That is the human perspective. That is your perspective. What would you have done, crouching to enter that damp, stinking house of death to anoint a body that you discovered was not there? What would you have done? The fear of those women is your fear as well. Death you can understand, for you witness it, and in a way you have become desensitized to it. Life, on the other hand, is a strange and dreadful thing. Your eyes have never beheld a resurrection. This life is a strange and fearful thing, for death seems so final. You see it in the broken windshield, the sterile hospital bed, the tiny coffin of an infant lowered into the grave. And even in the ravages of your own body, as youth, memory, dexterity, and the like all begin to fail you, you too flee from life for death seems the norm. But death is not the norm. Learn from these women, even as they struggle to grasp the reality of this new life, for they do not fear death. Even more so, after miraculous life has burst forth from the tomb, is death revealed to be abnormal to man, abnormal to creation, an infection and foreign invader that holds sway no more and certainly is not to be feared. Indeed, let no one fear death, for Christ's death has set you free. He that was held prisoner of it has annihilated it. 
By descending into hell, he made hell captive. He embittered it when it tasted of his flesh. The prophet Isaiah so writes, hell from beneath quivers with anger about you to meet you at your coming. Hell quivered, for it was abolished. It quivered, for it was mocked. It quivered, for it was slain. It quivered, for it was overthrown. It quivered, for it was fettered in chains. It took a body, and it met God face to face. It took earth, and it encountered heaven. It took that which was seen, and fell upon the unseen made seen, the unflesh made flesh. He is risen, he is not here, the angel reports. The implication of this statement is more than to say, Jesus has been raised from the dead. It says that death is no more. It says that life is yours. It says that death now fears life because life has triumphed. It was a strange and dreadful sight when life and death contended. The victory remained with life. The reign of sin is ended. It says you are risen, that you do not remain in the tomb. You leave behind the remains of death's shackles. You too, like your Lord, leave the place where you were laid and the trappings in which you rested. You rise, dead to death and dead to sin, but alive in Christ. The old leaven has been removed. Leave it there, in the darkness of the tomb. Arise, child and emerge as the new man who lives in Christ to the glory of the Father. You approach the tomb as those women, but today you do not leave in fear. Instead, you leave in confidence, and it is Satan who leaves in fear of the life you have now received. Unlike the women, you have not come this morning to what may be touched, you have not come to the cross, to the stone that has been rolled away, or to the empty tomb. All that is past, completed in Jesus for you. Instead, you have come to Easter's Holy Communion. It is Mount Zion, the city of the living God built without hands. It is the heavenly Jerusalem. In coming to the supper, you come to Jesus himself, and here, with Jesus, there are innumerable angels in festal gathering. Here is the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven. Here is God, the judge of all, who pronounced Jesus guilty on the cross, but vindicated him in the resurrection. Jesus is the living God, the way, the truth, and the life, the Redeemer for whom Job waited. He is the suffering servant, caught in the thicket, who is slain, but who yet lives. He is a king in the order of Melchizedek, who sits on David's throne and who rules over Jacob forever. He is a high priest who is no Levite or son of Aaron, for he is the son of God. He is the new Adam 
who does all that Adam should have done and did not. He is I am, and I am lives, and I am is life. He is not Moses leading you out of slavery with a new law. He is Joshua, the Lord saves, leading you into the promised land with a promise. Jesus is here in his sprinkled, risen, living blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel and which does that which the blood of bulls and goats could never do. It forgives sins. It strengthens faith. It makes saints out of sinners. And it undoes death. You come today not to the tomb, but to Jesus himself. He is alive in this blessed feast. Here you find peace and courage. Here Jesus takes you by the hand and guides you out of the tomb. He who lives calls you by name. Fear not death and fear not life, for you have seen with Job. You have seen with the women. You have seen with the apostles, and together you all rejoice as one body in the salvation of God for you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Amen.